Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest vodcast. And um, I'm recording this in late January 2018. Just to put in perspective, uh, talking about radiology in the year 2025. Now, I have to admit, when I was giving this talk, and I was asked to give this talk at the Los Angeles Radiologic Society just last week, and uh, it's a great meeting to be at, and I gave this talk, and I think people liked it. At least they said they did, but maybe they were being nice. I'm not positive. But, you know, when, when they asked me to speak about radiology 2025, 2025 seemed like 20 years from now. I did some quick calculations, and this is 2018. It's only seven years from now. So I'm not predicting, you know, when asteroids are going to hit the Earth or when Donald Trump's not going to be president. I'm just predicting seven years from now. So let's take a look. Now, I will say in predicting... You could do these things very easily, come up with incredible predictions, you know, that the images are going to fly across the room. I'm going to be sitting in a driverless car driving in circles while reading the films, or maybe the driverless car is going to read the films for me. And NVIDIA and Jensen Wing and his team will figure out how not only to drive the car, but while driving the car, they use the excess technology to read the films and print the reports. Now, that's all possible, but I'm not going with that today. Now, sometimes you predict things and you look like a fool. Charles Duell, may he rest in peace, director of the patent office, wanted to close the patent office in 1899 because he said everything that can be invented had been invented. He was a little bit off. Even people, the brightest of the bright, Tom Watson, founder of IBM, I think there was a world market for five computers. I have five computers in my office. Take that back. I have eight computers in my office. Enough said. Or Bill Gates, 640K ought to be enough for anybody. What's 640K? I have no idea. Each image, each picture I take for my 3D is 3.2 megabytes. Ain't going to happen. So we know that uh, it's hard to predict. You know, the Kennedy quote changes the law of life. Those who look only to the past or the present are certain to miss the future. And we all live in the present, hopefully. We are doing a great job of trying to in radiology. All of us are. But reality is things will change. Uh, Bill Gates had a better quote than the one about 640K, that we always overestimate the change that will occur in the next two years and underestimate what will occur in 10. Because two is really small, particularly in medicine. But 10 is a lifetime. And don't let yourself be lulled into interaction in action. And that really is a good point. And truthfully, at the end of the day, the person who knew the future best was Yogi Berra of Yankee fame. And Yogi said, you've got to be careful if you don't know where you're going because you might not get there. And Yogi was right. So let me see if I can take you on the road. Now, I had the talk prepared about a month in advance of the meeting. And then I went to CES, the computer electronics show, and I've been doing a lot of work on deep learning with our team at Hopkins and reading a lot. And literally, I put my talk together, or I gathered it for a while, but I put it together the day before the meeting. And so the talk was really cutting edge. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say cutting edge. That's sort of obnoxious. It was done up to date. And here was an article in Forbes, Healthcare 2025. That isn't me putting some font in. That was the article. And the article, they showed some of the work from Frost and Sullivan, Again, Vision 2025, that's not me overlaying a, uh, a um, PowerPoint slide. But this was their idea about the future of healthcare. 
about where things were growing. And you can see Asia, U.S., North America. And you can see the healthcare revenue and growth. But more importantly, in this article, they looked at the key technologies of 2025. And you could see how many of them are going to be important for radiology. Medical tricoder, brain-computer interfaces, 3D printing, augmented or virtual reality, precision medicine, perhaps quantum computing, artificial intelligence, digital avatars are just some of the things. And you could highlight them. But there's 18 when you count them. And radiology probably gets into 12 of them. Now, to make this talk fair, I'm only going to present sure things that will happen. So I'm telling you that by 2025, there will be changes in all aspects of radiology from how referring clinicians select the appropriate exam to the patient's scheduling online to how the study is performed to how it's interpreted to how the information gets back to the referring physician and to the patient. Everything we do today will be replaced. Now you can say is, how come I'm certain? Well, everything I'm going to tell you already exists or it's about to exist. It's not in medicine, but it's in other disciplines. And the things that aren't available today are in prototype forms or they're in the lab benches and they're really close. And the speed of changing is so fast that even medicine will be dragged along. Now we know medicine is slow and there's reasons. When, when uh, Apple wants to introduce the iPhone 11, they can tell you October 6th, October 7th, October 8th, 2018. They control production, they control design, they control development, they control distribution, and they control when they want to ship it. Siemens or GE can't tell you when the scanner or the software is being shipped till the FDA says it's okay. Now Gottlieb, who's head of the FDA, is trying to streamline processes. So that's one of the key things under the Trump administration. Last year was the most drugs ever approved in a year, and they're trying to streamline the process, which is great. A challenge in medicine, unlike the real world, reimbursement is not only coupled with investment in technology. You buy a $2 million scanner or a $250,000 CT scanner, you essentially get paid the same reimbursement. No business is like that. A hamburger at Wolfgang Puck's costs a lot more than a hamburger at McDonald's. And the truth is management in medicine is often still a mom and pop operation. And even if a hospital has a thousand beds, their administrators think like a mom and pop operation. Medicine is very weak in strategy. Medicine is very weak in administration. It's a mom and pop operation. Don't tell anybody I said that, okay? Now, I went to CES this year. CES is a computer electronics show. We think the RSNA is big. The RSNA is nothing compared to CES. CES had 200,000 people. They had 5,500 exhibitors. They t don't take up McCormick Place. They take up 50 McCormick Places from the Las Vegas Hilton and the Convention Center there through essentially every single hotel in Las Vegas. And uh, my daughter, Whitney Fishman Zember, who is in strategy at WPP, has been telling me for a number of years that I should go to CES and see what's happening. And I did go this year. And the thing about CES, it's computer electronics. It's not medical imaging. But so much of what they're showing is medicine. But also so much of what's happening, you can extrapolate out into medicine. 
Now, WPP did make the point that a lot of what you saw at the meeting was indeed medicine. Sim for Health VR medical training, Me Mom's fertility tests, Robot Sophia's First Steps, uh, Treadmill, looking at things, more specifically the smart fridge where it tells you everything in the frigidaire, tells you what's good, tells you what you should eat, or the smart mirror allows you to look at dark spots, sunspots, wrinkles, keeps track of your face over time. The only person who doesn't like this is Disney. Disney is suing because they came out with this first. You ask, how did Disney come out with it? I think it's Walt Disney in the 40s or the 30s came out with, uh, what's that, Snow White? or No, Beauty and the Beast. No, it wasn't Beauty and the Beast. It was Snow White. Remember that thing? They go, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Hey, that's a smart mirror. Now it's a smart mirror too. Health well be. You have a lot of different things measuring different functions. This will keep everything together. Or Philips and American Well Telehealth. Or Omron smart watches, watches that look at your heart rate. Okay, big deal. Watches that look at your EKG, look for arrhythmias. UV sensing to make sure you don't get too much UV light. Things for diabetics, whether it's Abbott monitoring your glucose level, where you don't do needle sticks, FDA approved for diabetics to this diabetic sock, to Neutrogena scanner for your skin, to look for rashes and look at your skin health. And when you look at this idea about data for health, radiology, count from the back, home data, social graph imaging, we are there. We're an important part of information and we need to be built into this and we need to be part of it. And when you look at themes, so much of the themes at CES, data for better health, medical tricorders, just like Star Trek. The car is a sophisticated computing device also monitoring you and the home becomes your health center. Your health is everywhere all the time. It's not simply going to the doctor. You will get phone calls that basically say to you, here's what's gonna happen. If you're a diabetic, it tells you when your glucose is too high. If you're a heart patient, it tells you when your heart rate is too low. Think about everything we do. And there was a brilliant talk from the CNET person who said that technology in general and health technology, four things, transparent, intuitive, intimate, constant. It needs to be happening without you making it happen. You don't go and put a blood pressure cuff on. Things happen without you. It's constantly monitoring you. Hopefully it won't make you into a hypochondriac. You can imagine people are looking at their pulse and pressure every time they see something, but it needs to be tuned to you and make your life better. And there's so much of these things, this idea that we can do better without doing anything different, that the preventive health becomes so much part of what we do. And, you know, I don't have Alexa. <clears throat> I'm going to get Alexa. I have Siri. I hate it. Now, I didn't see Amazon at the meeting, but Amazon was everywhere. It was built into or was being used. And you think about it, we have schedulers. Why do you got to call a number and be put on hold, have someone who doesn't know anything schedule an appointment? When you want to go to a restaurant, you go on the restaurant app and you book a restaurant. When you want to go to the movies, you look at the movie schedule, you look for an empty time, you pick your seats. Well, if I want to do a CT scan, my doctor says I need a CT, I just say, Alexa, look at my schedule and uh, schedule an appointment for me on a day I'm free over the next two weeks. 
And oh, by the way, after your schedule, find out if there's a special prep. And if I need to get some special medication, call the pharmacy and get it for me. And when I finish this study, I want you to get my reports. And I want you to then schedule a consult with my doctor to let him go over the reports with me. That's not very special. You could do that now for many things. You can't do that in medicine. And the core functions of radiology, when you talk about displacement of people, this is where it's going to happen. We don't need all those people scheduling. We don't need people typing. We don't need people mailing your reports. We don't need people billing. You all took Uber. You don't sit there, the guy gives you a bill, you pay the money, you swipe the credit card. No, no. It has your information. Uber does everything. It tells you where you were, where you got to, how long it took, who the driver was. Well... I schedule a CT. The person will know that Elliot Fishman is reading their films and B. Mudge was scanning the patient. And this is how much it cost and this is how much I paid and this was my co-charges and here's my report and here's my information. And marketing of practice will be and it's beginning to be on YouTube and Yelp and Facebook and the like. Everything will change. Nothing will remain the same. Now, at the meeting, I asked the people a series of questions. Let me ask you the questions. Just raise your hand with the answers. Over the next seven years till 2025, which set of companies will be more important to radiology? Group A or Group B? Okay, Group A, let me tell you what's going to happen. The scanners are going to go faster. Thinner slices, closer sections, lower radiation dose. The ultrasound will need less grease. The MR will have work with pacemakers. You can predict what's going to change. It'll get better, and I give those companies lots of credit. But, you know, at the end of the day, NVIDIA, Apple, Google, and Amazon are going to blow them away. No, NVIDIA is not coming up with a CT scanner. If they did, it would be an awesome scanner, I promise you. Apple may be doing healthcare, but it's not going to treat you. Google has all the information in the world, and perhaps it's going to read your film or help us read the film. And Amazon's going to be bigger than everybody because everything, all the conversations is going to be Amazon unless Google Assistant takes over or Apple. But those Group B, that's where I'm putting my money. And I recommend if you're investing, I would put my money in Group B. If you go back over the past three years, uh, probably that Group B, the stock has gone up tenfold. And Group A has probably either gone down or stayed the same. Question two, will Amazon a CVS or TBA decide to enter radiology? You see what an impact something like Anthem can have on us when they don't want to pay for hospital scanning. What about the radiologists? You have these big groups, VRAD, RAD Partners, RADnet. How's that going to affect things? Maybe Amazon is going to put CT scanners in Whole Foods. You get the good food, you get a scan, you get your calcium score. It makes all the sense in the world. Why not? They could do it. And who could do it better and who could do it cheaper than Amazon? I'm not sure. Will the radiology group be bigger or smaller? The way it's going, there'll be like three groups left in the country. When I was in L.A., people were complaining about these mergers. That is like a super group. People are now going from being independent to being part of a big monstrosity. And people were not happy. But... Can you turn back time? Even Cher couldn't turn back the hands of time, so I don't think we're going to be able to. Will you need more or less radiologists? I don't know, but the radiologists, how we work will be different, but I think we'll be here alive and well. What about the techs? Some of them are going to become physician assistant equivalents. 
when I meet Dr. Cameron, who used to be chair of surgery, or some of the other surgeons, they have the most incredible person walking around with them. It's a PA. The PA knows everything. They used to walk around with one of the senior residents. Now it's a PA. It works incredibly well. Will Radtex read plane films? Will they be doing the floral studies, which we're doing already? At Siemens booth RSNA 2017, they showed you a process where the scanners automatically center the patients correctly, better than any tech. They showed you that you didn't need any tech skills to scan a patient well. We have incredible techs at Hopkins, but will you need people who are really good at scanning? Will you just say, give me a pancreas scan and the computer will give you the right protocol and scan the patient perfectly with the injection perfectly timed? Good question. Will hospital and clinics continue to function like we do today? I hope not. Hospitals today are like old school management structures with more vice presidents than the Russian army has generals. The staff is designed for yesterday's mission, not for tomorrow or today's mission. They're overstaffed, understaffed, poorly staffed, poorly trained, undertrained, undermotivated. We got problems, but I think we can fix them. But things are gonna change. And what about artificial intelligence? What's that gonna do to us? And deep learning, how will that change radiology in 2025 and beyond? And that's what I'm gonna spend the rest of my time talking about. So let's do this. Why don't you guys get some coffee, get a donut, maybe a croissant, maybe ask Alexa what you should eat or what you should not eat, and maybe you'll be eating a, a, a kumquat or an orange or an apple. And then let's come back and pick up with part two. See you in, let's say, um, five minutes. Alexa will let you know when it's time to start the lecture. See you in a bit.